gosh, I started crying so hard because I'd never in my life been pulled over as an adult other than that one time in Arizona. And I started bawling because it was just before Christmas and it was like money was tight. And now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Chris and Christine Show. Do-do-do-do. and fantastic. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome He's going to say that seven more times. FYI. Yes, seven more times during the course of the show. So you go up because you're counting, get a counter going. But um, yeah, we are no episode number seven. It is lucky number seven, the seventh episode. Yeah, and it's been a great week for us. We actually are just finishing out a great family weekend. We had all the kiddos together for the first time since we announced our engagement. We had a lot of fun. On Saturday, we hosted a barbecue for my my team from work and Chris grilled it up like a champ for That's like right. 23 people. That's right. I don't mess around. Chef Chris is in the house. Chef Chris grilled up chicken, brats, corn. Uh, one of our friends, Steve, who you've heard us mention before, brought some famous Cardiff brisket. It's called Cardiff crack. It's really good. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's all very good. It was very well done, and it was all it went off smoothly without a hitch. Perfect. Yeah, it was really amazing. It was our first like big event to host together. It was so fun. We hosted it at the clubhouse where I live. It was fantastic. Amazing. Fantastic. Amazing. Fantastic indeed. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, but I was so thankful over the weekend because I have a little car. I mean, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but. Man, Chris's truck came in so handy this weekend. Right. If you can't figure this out, we are talking about cars tonight a little bit. Because last week we were discussing a little bit about love and relationships, including our own love and relationships. So I think for this week, we are going to change gears, so to speak. And we are talking a little bit about cars. And because we both drive cars, and pretty much everybody out here drives cars, or has a car, or knows someone who has a car, or shares a car, um, because everything's so spread out in the city here in San Diego, in LA area, it's so far out. So most people have cars and there's a lot of cars out here. So, um, yeah, so I, we know that's not the case in every area of the country, but we're going to have some fun tonight and Chris is going to kick it off for us. with talking right. about his car. Yes. I actually have two cars. Yes, he does. I know. I don't, can't drive both at the same time. So I switch it off. But um, my, my first car I have, I actually have a Ford F-150. I bought it brand new, and it's a four-door crew cab with the Coyote V8 engine. Mm -hmm. If you know what that is. He's kind getting of so deal. technical. I Bear know. with us, everybody. Yes. It's oh, got the, it's a Coyote. Oh! That's right. It's <laughs> funny you say that because the Coyote engine, the 5.0 Coyote engine they used in the Mustang and the F-150, it actually, when they first built the engine and they put it together on the dyno machine, when they first like ran it on the machine for the first time, they said it howled like a coyote. That's crazy. So they, yeah, so they nicknamed the engine the Coyote Engine. So that's, that's so where fun. That's where it's got its name. So I got that engine in my pickup truck. So I have that. That's like my um, grocery getter. My family road trip car. My yeah. if I'm gonna tow anything. Mm -hmm. um, toys to the desert. Um, going to the home depot it's like that kind of vehicle helping me haul stuff out of my apartment <laughs> right moving it's for like moving for like towing 
for like just all that kind of fun stuff. That's where I got it. Cause I had a family and I need a bigger car. And there you go. Ladies, look for a man with a truck. I mean, he can have another car too, but don't underestimate the power of a truck or buy yourself a truck because when you need to haul stuff, like we've really realized that the last couple of days is like we couldn't do it in our other cars. Oh, definitely not yeah. because it's, it's, it's seats, um, six, mm-hmm. um, and so you can haul, you know, a bunch of people in the back seat is really roomy. So there's a lot of room back there. So you actually can stretch out and um, haul, you know, people comfortably back there. Plus, you got room in the back for stuff and everything. And say there's a truck after all. So you can pull, tow, whatever. So I, I love it. I love my truck. You know, yeah, it's, I really like it, too. I grew up with trucks, though. My dad always had Ford trucks growing up. FYI, we are not sponsored by or endorsing Ford specifically. But Ford, if you're listening, you could, you know, <laughs> throw a little something our way. Right. Or like a new car. would be yeah. perfect. Yeah, would be, be happy great. to drive that for sure. Right. And Christine even mentioned a couple of times when she has driven my truck before, she said that she loves the sound of it. because It has that. He has a Coyote V8, and if you don't know, every single person in the world knows the sound of a V8 engine. They're, okay, so you said that yesterday. I don't know if I do know the sound of a V8. Oh, yes, like, you do. A V4 versus a no, V6 No, it's a V4. <laughs> well, I don't know what all these things are. What is Okay, what does V8 mean? Okay, it means that there's eight cylinders configured in a V configuration. So, oh. There's four cylinders on each side of the That's engine. That's why it's called a V8. Right. I thought it meant like velocity eight oh, or something. No. Oh, it's no. actually in the shape of a V. Correct. The cylinders, if you looked at the engine like straight on, you'd see like a piston to the left and piston to the right, like in a big V. Oh, okay. You know, like one side is firing on the left, one's firing on the right. It's like a V pattern. So can does. I get a V10? Yes, you can. So V8's like, you know, like the drink V8. Yes, pretty much. Yes, exactly. But it does make an interesting sound. And like, if you ever heard a NASCAR or a monster truck or um, a hot rod or a muscle car, those are all V8s. And it has the most recognizable sound of any engine anywhere. It kind of has a growl to it, right? Yes, a nice, deep, low growl. I do like that about your truck. Right, right. So do I. That's why, that's why I got it. You know? Awesome. So, but, but Chris also has a baby, his newer baby that's been new to him uh, for about maybe 15, 16 months now. I, well, I don't count months so I much. I do. She's, okay. she's like 16 months old to him. Okay, okay. Yes. I also have on the other extreme spectrum, I have a sports car. Now, the sports car I have, um, it is a Nissan 370Z. Yes, they still make the Nissan 370Z, FYI. Um, they haven't changed it much in, since they came out in 2009. But um, I love it. I love it for the reasons that like a lot of people, like with cars in general, like um, the 370Z isn't very high tech. It's, uh, it has a lot of old school feel to it. It feels like when you drive it, it feels like an old, like vintage sports car, if that makes any sense. It's not like all high tech and fancy and flashy. Okay, but Chris had a dream of getting this car for a while. Oh, like but- way before he met me, he he's shown me pictures before of him going to car shows and like this was his dream car. So babe, how long had you been dreaming of buying yourself a, Z- a 370Z? Well, it wasn't so much a 370. It was actually a 350. And before that, it was a 300. And before that, it was like the 240 way back in the day, way before my time. 
that came out of the 240. Now, the Z line has been around for almost um, as long as the Mustang. The Mustang only has like five years uh, advantage on it. So think about how long, how long the Mustang's been around. I think 1970 was the first Z, and the 1965 was the first Mustang. So, um, but the Z, um, I liked the Z back in high school, the 300 ZX. Oh, I love that thing. It was like so back in 1940. No, <laughs> no, like 50s, but no, okay. <laughs> but no, the, the Z was, um, the 300 ZX came out, and I just loved that thing the way it looked, it looked like a spaceship, super futuristic, super fast. I never could afford one, but, um, but the 350 came out, and now the 370 came out, and every year they came out, I just got, got better and better and better. And it has this, like, it's a pure, pure sports car. We're talking two seats, rear-wheel drive, naturally aspirated V6 engine in the front, um, perfectly balanced. Um, ladies, I don't know. Ladies, he's geeking out right I here. I know, just, I know. If you could see him right now, he's, like, all into it while he's looking at a picture of... His Z baby on the wall. <laughs> I know, I know. It's now it's not the fastest car in the in the world, and it's not like the best of this other stuff and all that. And it's not the most comfortable. And to tell you the truth, it's got like no storage at all. <laughs> no like, storage. Like literally, you put like one suitcase in it, and it's packed. Mm -hmm. You got no. But you also don't buy a car like this for like going to Costco. Um, and things like that. It's like or a, hauling a family. Or hauling a family. It's the kind of car you have like as a sidecar, and that's exactly what I use it for. It's like my backup car. It's like my extra car. It's like my weekend car. Um, I hardly ever drive it. It sits in the garage most of the time, but um, it's fun to drive when I do take it out. I do love it. But I will tell you something. He takes extremely good care of his Z. It's incredible. I mean, I've learned a lot about car care from him. But I didn't know that you could wash a car and wax it as frequently as Chris does. Oh, I know. <laughs> or have as many photos of her on the wall. Like, there's like one or two pictures of the kids and like seven of Z. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, this year for Christmas, I got some pictures made of the car, like on Aluminum Things Costco has, where you can take regular photos and get them printed onto like aluminum. Um, wall decals fantastic yeah so i got those done for chris and made a calendar out of his z because he just loves that car and i know that it was something that he really worked hard for and he bought it actually the month before we met and that's so right ladies that's right. it was so hot when he drove up to that first date i was sitting in my car he was already there and i pulled in and he told me oh i have a a silver car he'd sent me a picture ladies if your man sends you pictures of his car, admire them. <laughs> it's like Louis Vuitton's for us. It's like a thing. And so, right. Especially I, of a nice car. Cause I think there's two types of people. There are people who appreciate cars and like their cars. And there are people who just drive whatever rolls down the road. Right. And I had previously been before Chris and I met and well, I'd say like a year before that, like a, I drive whatever I can afford, but I'd actually gotten another car, which I'll talk to you about in a few minutes. But um, I appreciated the fact that he loved this car and it was something that was a big deal to him after going through his divorce, getting back on his own two feet, buying his house. His car was his next investment and it was like the first thing he'd ever in his life done just for him. That's right. And so it's something that... I think it's very symbolic. And so I think sometimes... And also, too, like, I've been talking about this car. Right. And, like, for many, many years. We're talking, like, like 
gosh, I don't know, maybe like uh, 15 years. I mean, think about that. Right. Uh, something you've wanted for 15 years. And you then know, you get it. Or even longer. Yeah. And then you buy it or whatever. It almost comes surreal, you know? Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy to think. Because, like, I had this thing built up for so many years. I wanted to get this car, win this car. But, like I said, it's so impractical to, like, have this as your only car. It's kind of hard to do, especially with kids, you right. know. So when I had kids, it was like, okay, well, there goes that cream. But then I was had I was uh, had the ability to buy it a couple of years ago, so I was able to uh, buy it. Now I have it, and you know, the kids love driving around in it too. It's fun. Yeah. I, actually, I might actually give it to them when they turn sixteen. But don't uh, let them hear that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they both <laughs> want to fly over it and take it around and stuff. Yeah. But, but the present problem though, the problem is that it's a stick shift. Well, it's not a problem for me, but it's a problem for anybody else because nobody can drive stick in this world anymore. Right. Christine can't drive stick. I can't drive stick. I you know, can't. How, a question is, how many of you out there can drive a stick shift? Wait, nobody? Okay. I didn't think so. <laughs> it's funny because like, if you take a stick shift to valet, sometimes they don't even have valet drivers That's crazy. that can all drive stick shift. You know, it's shift. funny you said that because when I was at the um, the dealership getting a service, like the oil change done on it, they literally had to find one of their crew members that, uh, that like could drive a stick just to bring it around the front of the That's building. That's so funny. Yeah. It's like people don't know how to drive a stick anymore. It's like a lost art, you know? Right. So, Christine, what do you have? Well, before I tell you about my car, I actually have to tell you a funny little story. So I was, I was scrolling on social media this week and this post popped up and I think it was reposted multiple times, but the post was of a McCall's magazine from 1958 and the title of the article, stick with me here. Okay. It was called 129 ways to get a husband from Ooh. 1958. Yeah. And I was reading through the list and I was laughing out loud because so many of these things, I was like, are you serious? Were they very sexist type stuff? Yes, so much. Like how to iron, how to to wash dishes. It was like, um, go get a job at uh, like an engineering firm or a law office where you'll meet eligible bachelors. Oh, because they're there. Because they work there. Like work at a guy's place. Yeah, or work for a conference hosting company where you'll be at a lot of conferences with single or eligible men. So I was reading through it and I was cracking up, but then I looked at number 43 on the list and guess what it said, Chris? What'd it say? What'd it say? Number 43 on this list of the 129 ways to get a husband was quote, by convertible men like to ride in them. Well, of course. (laughs) So I guess they were right because Actually, when I created my dating profile on Match.com about a year and a half ago, uh, my very first photo on my profile was of me sitting on the back of my convertible down near Mission Bay on a sunny day. I had my teenager take that picture because I really, I loved my car. And it was like a beautiful day with the the bay water behind me. There were sailboats in the background. There was a little bit of breeze. My hair was blowing. I was looking cute. And so that was actually the first ever picture that Chris saw of me. And That's now, right. Yeah, I saw that. Was, Ooh, who's this? Yeah, now he put a ring on it. So I guess yeah, number 43. It, what kind of car is it, Christine? Can you, you tell everybody? Yeah, so I have a 2018 convertible Camaro. I have a name for her. It's Chantilly. 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 She's a white Camaro convertible. She's a black uh, cloth top that I like to take down. 
So of course, I mean, I drive her with the top up, but really my favorite thing to do on a work morning, if it's not like rainy outside and I don't have to take the freeway for a long way, like if I'm just driving from my apartment to work, which is like five and a half miles, then I take the top down. I have my coffee. I pump up my music, whatever <laughs> my playlist is. I have a playlist in my car that I call dance car party jams Perfect. because it's like it's my car party on the way to work. And I like crank up the music. Uh, yeah, I'm that girl that you look at and you're like, girl, why are you like excited to go airing to work? all your music to the entire world? Oh, oh mm-hmm. OK, I gotcha, I, gotcha. I've got it. Yep, I got it going on. So I like to drive with the top down, and I always keep a hairbrush in my purse because of that reason. Of course, but you kind of have me, to. It makes me so happy because before I had Chantilly, I had a, um, a 2007, I think it was. No, 2001. I don't know. It was a Ford Flex. That's like the minivan looking thing, right? right. Hey, hey, well, it's sorry. not a minivan. Okay, it's, it's it looks a, like a limo. It's an SUV that looks like a limo or a hearse, right? Yeah. Why are you putting down Sexy Flexi? Oh, that was called Sexy, sexy Flexi? Flexi? She was oh, black. Oh, sorry. Oh, and black. She oh, was, so was a limo or a hearse. Yeah, my, my cars are always girls. So Sexy Flexi hosted a lot of girls weekends. I could fit seven people in it. It was a great road trip car. I'd like to take like... Zeke on his way to a soccer game so I could fit all the gear for the team in the back. But it was so fun to be able to put all of the girls in it and like go to the coast. Well, now I live at the coast, but when I lived up in <laughs> Fresno. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I moved down here, it was so easy to be able to haul stuff around. But uh, yeah, that's what I had before. It was a Ford. Yay. Hey, okay. There you yeah. go. No problem. No but now problem. I have a Chevy Camaro and she's oh. beautiful. And Chris takes good care of her for me. <laughs> I've washed it. Yes, I've washed Chantelle. Washed her and waxed I've her. I've waxed Chantelle. I've taken take Chantelle to the gas station, car wash, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. We take good so. care of our cars. So, All right. Fantastic yeah, so that's on car. that. Amazing. That was Now that's our vehicles that we have. So, um, yeah, but we've been talking a lot about cars because now that we're engaged and Chris has the truck, Chantilly only has four seats and we're a family of five. And so we've been talking about like, Ooh, should I like trade in my car and get an SUV? Like what's the next step? Because I can't just be worried about not being able to take the whole family in my car if maybe something happens to the truck or whatever. So that's what prompted a little bit of the conversation tonight. But before we get to that, we have a little announcement for you. The Chris and Christine show is now on Instagram at the K2 show San Diego. Check out our latest pictures, videos, show teasers, and life updates on Instagram at the K2 show San Diego. And now it's time for Hot Topics. Do, 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 do. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So tonight we have fun ones for you. Uh, yesterday, Chris and I were talking about the newest Nissan Z. Dun, da, da, da. And it's getting ready to come out. He was talking about how it doesn't seem like much is changing on this newest model. And it got us talking about new cars and all the best bells and whistles that they have. And as we kept talking, we realized that we are getting to a big time of year for the auto business, and that is the time of year when the dealerships start to publish their year-end model clearances. You've seen those, right, Chris? Oh, yeah. They always they got the newer, they got like, what, 2019 now, so like 2020 models start coming into the dealership. Right. Mm-hmm. So with the 2019s, 
they start to just kind of clear them out, just kind of like give them good deals and shove them out your door. Um, right. And right around this time is when people start to look for some flashy, big Christmas present. And so today. Oh, yeah. I love those commercials with yeah. the uh, big bow. Big I always want to do that with a big bow you on the Lexus, that. on the Lexus commercial in the snow. They come out. Hey, mama, look at dad bought you for Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is a big, brand new car. Right. Out in front of, yeah, I always want to do that. But do did did we actually do that for real? I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Where do you get the bow at? Costco. They sell them like at the Lexus <laughs> dealership when you get your Lexus for Christmas. They oh, really? gift you one of those big no bows. Way. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I actually like explored oh. that one time. So okay, okay. So back to our hot topics for today, for you and you only. Our hot topic is the tips of knowing when to walk away from the car dealership. But like if they try to present you with a big bow at the first thing they give you, like here, here's your big, bo- here's your keys and your bow. Right. That's, it's not a good sign. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. And I'm going to need you to chime in a lot on this because you, ha- I know you have a lot more experience when it comes to cars. So you're going to have to impart your wisdom Okay. because okay. it could come in very handy for some of our listeners as they get ready to do some of that pre-holiday auto shopping. Right. If you're going to go to the dealership and try to buy like a brand new car, even a used car from a dealership, these uh, tips might came in, came in handy. Andy. Now, right. these are tips on when to walk away, right? Right. Tips on when to walk away. Like if it seems too good for it to be true or kind of a thing. Right. Okay. So what you got? The first one is if they won't quote you a price by email. If a dealer is not going to offer you a price quote by email or responds only to say you should come into the dealership for a quote, it's time to find one who will commit to a price do in they advance. Do, normally, do they normally send you a price by email? I don't yeah. know. Do they do, do, is that a thing they do? Yeah. Actually, when I bought my Flex, that's how I did it because I knew that I wanted a black Ford Flex. Right. And the only place that I could find it was in LA. And what? so, Yeah. They didn't have one nearby because it was a newer model at the time. So I emailed the dealer. They sent me a price quote. They did follow up with a phone call, but that's what made me actually buy from that person. Guess what? It was only his fifth day on the job. Oh, okay. Well, he didn't have time to screw you over yet. Right. He wasn't jaded yet. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So the number two thing is, and I don't know what this is, but you do. They pull out the four square. What's that? Okay. What they do is, is that they take a um, piece of paper and it's got four squares on it, like a normal four square or whatever. Like it's it, pre-printed or they just draw uh, it? I don't remember. It, I don't remember. But it had four squares in it. And each square represented something. Now, one square represented, I think it was your trade-in value. Mm-hmm. Or um, the other square was like the purchase price of the car. Um, and the other one was like your interest rate. And the other one was like your payment. Mm-hmm. But what they try to do is it's like this juggle around dance with the different numbers. But the number they try to get you to focus on is the payment. Oh. That's all they care about is the mm-hmm. payment. Because that's basically what we do. We're making the monthly payment. So they'll trick around with the interest. They'll trick around with the trade-in. They'll trick around with the other things. That just to get the payment to, to what they want to do. They may actually make the payment lower, but interest is higher. Or your loan is longer. Or you're paying more for the car. It's this little dance. It's called the four square. See, I could I could have totally used this when I went to buy my when I went to buy Chantilly. Although I did have a friend that worked at the dealership, so okay. they were advocating on my behalf. But I just walked in and I was like, uh, I don't know what I want, but I'm willing to pay this amount every month. And they were like, right. we'll, we'll make it work. Are that's you, because that's like, all they focus on. Right. The dealerships is designed. That's why you see them advertising like the different uh, monthly prices and things of that sort. Because most people focus on the monthly payment. Because that's what we're paying for. And they use this trick to kind of like 
change things around. So all you're looking at is a payment. You didn't notice the fact that they added another year of payments oh, wow. onto your loan. Right. Because you're like, oh, the payment's X amount of dollars. Great. And they mm -hmm. say, well, we can make it even lower. Oh, really? Fantastic. So they make it even lower, but then they add a year to your loan. Oh my gosh, or, they did that to me. Oh, the old sorry to sell you. <laughs> I should have walked away. There I you love go. Chantilly though. So I all know. that goes to say, you may still choose the car anyway. Okay, uh, the next thing, the next tip is when to walk away is if they're pressuring you to buy. Oh, gosh. Like if a dealer is going to ask, what this is the question, what will it take to get you into this car today? They always say that, right? too. I've heard that before. Oh, I've right. heard that many of times. Yeah. That's oh, pressure. Gosh. Oh, yeah. They Especially try to... if you walk on the lot and you're like, I'm just looking, I'm window shopping. And then they're like, well, what about one of these five? And you find one you really like in the color that you like. And they say, what's it going to take for you to drive oh, off yeah. of this today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. And they, and they say, you know, you get the, let me get the key for you right now. Let's go quick little test drive, you know, and, and it goes from there. And then, you, you know, gosh. Right. Okay. And then the next uh, tip of when to walk away is the final hard sale. Ooh, what's that? That's uh, the car buying experience. This is what it says in this article. The car buying experience sours when you go to the finance and insurance office. This is where you'll be pressured to buy extras like extended warranties, VIN etching, upholstery protection, and gap insurance. Oh, gosh, Most are yeah. unnecessary or can be negotiated down in price. So do your research. I know. I got suckered in this when I bought my car. I kind of like was like, whatever, just whatever. Throw it on there. Yeah, give me the works. But now I'm kind of regretting it because I'm looking at the uh, the value of the car and what I owe on the car. And it's like, oh, gosh, you know, um, like a lot of these things you probably don't even need. Like the gap insurance. If you don't know what gap insurance is, you know what that is, Christine? I do. I think it's important. I've never had it on a car. Oh, but really? I really considered it with Chantilly. Well, the way it works is, is that you basically you are insuring the loan if you were to get in an accident. It covers, or have the car stolen, right? Um, I don't know about theft, but for, I know for accidents for sure. Like, for example, say you drove off the lot. You bought the car for 30000 for example, right? But so with financing and interest and all that junk, you um, you pay you paid like, I don't know, say 35000 or 36000 But when you leave the lot, you ever heard this, the car actually loses value the second it gets right, off the lot, the second. right? Right. So instead of being worth thirty, say it's worth twenty five, mm -hmm. but you owe thirty five. That's a $10,000 gap. Right. So if you get an accident, crash it, boom. The insurance company is supposed to only cover what you, what the car is worth, the right. 25. Now that's a $10,000 gap mm -hmm. that somebody has to cover. Now the insurance you buy at the dealer will cover that. Right. But it's like an extra like five bucks a month or whatever it is. I, I don't know. I got it on my car. I kind of regret getting it. but um, And I didn't get it on mine. But now right. she's valued at less than what I owe, which is never a good thing, and but I've that's because story. I have high miles on her. Right. But I also heard stories where people said they've had the gap insurance and they've, it's covered like everything, like it paid off their car, paid off everything. And the gap insurance worked for them. But we're also talking about somebody got in a car crash. Now in order for it to work, you have to crash the car and I don't plan on cash my car. Right. So that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I did negotiate when I got Chantilly was the cost of my extended warranty. Oh, yeah. And they were saying, well, this is the price and this is your monthly payment. And I said, mm, I'm not willing to pay that. That's over my budget. And I was actually hardlining it. And like, I, that's a deal breaker for me. They're like, well, what's it going to take? And I said, well, you're going to need to bring down the price of the warranty if you want me to walk out with this car today. And they ended up coming back with like 
negotiating on the price. And so I got the warranty that I wanted for my car and I got it for the price that I wanted. And I look hot while I'm driving it. Fantastic. <laughs> there you go. Win, yep. win, and a win. Yeah, it is. So those are our tips for when to walk away from the dealership. So remember them. If you're getting ready to go hunting at those year-end model clearances or if you're going to do some pre-holiday auto shopping. And if you do end up getting a new car and you're one of our listeners, get one of those big red bows and send us a picture. Oh, yeah. If you're not going <laughs> to use it again, I think I can take it. I can probably use it for, for something in the future. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll Is that see. you saying you're going to buy me a car? I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> well, that, right, was, well, that was our first hot topic, and we're going to come right back with our second one for you. The Chris and Christine Show is available everywhere on Google Play with Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Okay, welcome. Here we are. We're back again for top topic number two. Now, since you guys just bought that brand new car, whatever car it is, you're probably going to have a lead foot. You're probably going to go real fast. <laughs> and we have a list of all the states in America where a um, speeding ticket can cost you on the average. And this is an average cost. I got the top 10 right here in front of me. The top 10 states in the United States that's going to cost you the most money if you get a speeding ticket in that brand new car you just bought. I can't wait. Let's go. Okay. So here we go. Uh, number 10, we have the state of Hawaii. Okay, that's not good news Good news for us, especially getting ready to go on vacation. I know. I've been in Hawaii. Uh-oh. So, it's funny. I've driven in a few of these states on this list. I'm looking at it. But um, in Hawaii, a speeding ticket can average you about $200. That's crazy. I mean, that doesn't seem like a lot in comparison to what it costs in California. But that is a lot of money. Right. Number nine, we got Rhode Island. Well, I've that's never even been there. Nearby, but it'll cost you about two twenty-five per ticket. Okay. The state of Florida, where a ticket can cost you two hundred and twenty-six dollars. Okay, that's a close one to Rhode Island. I know the state of Texas, the big old state of Texas, where there's a lot of open roads can get you a ticket for uh, $229. See, I could see that. And I think that there's less people for the land space, so I could see that it's like trying to recoup as much money as possible. That's possible. I have no idea how their tax system goes out there. I mean, who knows? Now, but, did uh, this list say like how many average tickets they have, or is this just the overall average cost? I believe these are the, um, the average ticket cost for the first-time offense. Oh. It could be this price. So don't um, drive through Texas and get your first time speeding ticket, people. Right. Well, it gets worse than that. Here uh -oh. we go. Uh, number six, we got New Hampshire for $248. Ooh. No, New Hampshire and Rhode Island aren't that far away. So imagine if you're just driving through those Ooh, yeah. New England states and just racking them up. Oh, I know. I can only imagine. Yeah. And then we go to the great state of Arizona. I've driven in Arizona. And I never got a ticket, but if you did, it would cost you about $250. Okay, I did get pulled over in Arizona, but they didn't give me a ticket. Oh, you got lucky. I was going fast. What? Literally, you got out of a $250 ticket. Yeah, I was 19, and it was nighttime. I was driving cross-country to go to college. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well. I was very um, lucky. Saved $250. 
Well, this number four on my list, um, well, I guess it's the state of New York mm-hmm. is number four. When I think of New York, I think of New York City. I think of traffic. I think of not going anywhere. I think right. of traffic jams. <laughs> so I think of not, not speeding. But if you did speed in New York, you get a fine of $300. Okay. Now we're getting up there. $300. That's a lot. Mississippi. Who would have thought of this? The good old Mississippi. You can get a fine of $300 also on this list as number three. For speeding in the state of Mississippi. Okay, now I think that's crazy because the cost of living in Mississippi is a lot less than on the West Coast. So if you were to look at it in terms of what $300 would purchase in California, it may be more like $1,000 in purchasing power. So that's a lot of money on a Oh, I Miss- see what you're saying. Like inflation or value or home cost, right, of, cost, cost of, of living. Right, cost of living, that right. kind of stuff. So that's a lot of money in Mississippi. Well, our next two states are... Um, well, this state I'd never been to, although my company is sending employees up to this area of the country, um, actually country, the state, the state of Alaska. Uh, in the state of Alaska, you also get a ticket for about $300. It comes wow. in at number two. Now, number one, I've driven in this state. I've sped in this state. I think everybody who has gone to Las Vegas... <laughs> On that stretch, as sped from like state line to the Vegas, it's just like a big straightaway. Everybody sped through that section. But if you did and you got a ticket, um, you could be facing a fine of up to one thousand dollars. And that's kind of the average, right? No, I think it said maximum oh, fine maximum. On, the, on the store, okay. up to one thousand dollars. No, I could just imagine like that movie, The Hangover. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> people just speeding through the desert. But that's so much money. Like, For a you just won it ticket. on the table. You won it on the tables, and now you're gonna lose it to the the highway patrol. I know, I know. Well, actually, not the highway. What they called that? They called they call the, it the Nevada Highway Patrol. That's right. They were right. named Nevada. That's what it was. It was different. We're so used to seeing CHP out here because we're in California. But um, And speaking of California, you're like, well, wait, wait a second. I heard top 10. I didn't hear California on right. that list. I thought that would be number one. So we, we all would when we pay taxes and crazy cost of living out here. But check this out. California comes in at number 45 out of 50 as far as like pricing for speeding tickets at only $35 average. That is crazy. Maybe it's $35 per mile over the speed limit. No, I think what it is, it may be like $35 for the ticket. But when you go to court, it's like court fee, $55. Uh, parking fee at the courthouse, $12. Like, you That's know, crazy. Like they probably add everything up to. It's probably what it is. Because $35. I've got a ticket before in California. And I don't remember what it um, what I paid. But I know it wasn't $300. I know that much. Well, I'm going to fess up. I got a speeding ticket. It was back when I was driving Sexy Flexi. It's not been since I was driving Chantilly. But I was driving on a toll road coming from Irvine area. And it was actually. Oh, you didn't pay the toll? Is that what happened? No, I, I had the my fast track. And so I was paying the toll. But I was coming down this hill. And right. I was trying to get to work because I was coming from an appointment. You know, officers love hearing, I'm on my way to work, sir. I'm on my way to work. I'm going to Oh, hurry. my gosh. I started crying so hard because I'd never in my life been pulled over as an adult other than that one time in Arizona. And I started bawling because it was just before Christmas and it was like money was tight. 
And I just moved down to San Diego like a year before. And the officer was like, ma'am, do you know how fast you were going? And I was like, yes, I do, officer. <laughs> and he's like, how fast were you going? And I said, I'm really afraid to say because it was really fast. <laughs> it was like a 65 zone. Chris, I was going so fast. I was going 89. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's a new side of I've me. I've done that before. Right. You know? But he was like, he's like, ma'am. You were going really fast. And I was like, I know. I'll own it. Like, I know you have to do what you have to do. And he's like, if I have to do what I have to do, I actually would have to impound your car. Because I was more than 20 miles over the speed limit. It was like excessive speed. So he was very, very gracious and only wrote me up for 84. Oh, wow. 19 instead of 20. Okay. I dodged a bullet and I don't speed since then. FYI, people don't speed and pay your tickets on time because there's extra fees. That's that's right because that's where they get you on all that stuff. And hey, speaking of this list, if you were to speed, not saying we condone speeding, but if you were to speed and you want to pick a state to speed in, I would speed in the great state of Oklahoma where (laughs) it's only going to cost you 20 bucks for a speeding ticket. That's crazy. You got, that your, you got that in your wallet, you know? That's crazy. I wonder if it's just like a slower pace of life. Maybe people don't speed as much, or maybe it's just a wealthier state and they don't need the money. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. You know, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? But that's the list, and there we go. That's our great list of states to cost for speeding tickets. Super Enjoy. interesting. Enjoy, everybody. Enjoy these hot topics today. They're so fun. Okay, and now we're going to play a fun little game called... Would you rather? Oh, yes. Let's now, this do it. is this is all car related today because we are talking about cars and car type stuff. So I'm going to stay on point, stay on topic. And here we go. Christine. Yes. Are you with me here? You I'm ready here. to play? Ready. Would you rather? Would Come you on rather. down. You're the next contestant on Would You Rather. Okay. So here we go. Would you rather have the choice to be able to drive your dream car? Now I'm talking any car in the world, any no price at all, mm-hmm. no price tag, any dream car you want for one week, mm-hmm. it's yours. You get to drive it, do what you want with it. Or for an, also for the same week, instead, you get to have a private limo service for that same week. Ooh. Okay, so it depends on what the week has in store for me. I honestly don't really have a dream car in mind. Um, I would prefer the limo service. Here's why. I do a lot of driving back and forth between school districts and up north to go be with Ezekiel. And I've said to my assistant at work before, oh my gosh, I could get so much work done if I just had a driver. I would love... On a oh, wait, super your work doesn't week? give you guys drivers? They don't no. Public oh, education? Man. No. Oh, please. No. Uh, but I would love to have a private limo service drive me around. But my assistant, Sandra, one time she was like, uh, it would be so cool if they just let me like take a van and like drive you guys to when we go between districts, we stack them up one after one after another. And so it's a day of like we could be out in Julian and then out in Warner and then Borrego and then Ramona and you're losing all of this productive work time in between. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so if I had a driver and I had Wi-Fi in that limo. Oh, wow, even better. Shoot, I could get so much done. But if I was asking Ezekiel, my son, then he would say he'd take the dream car and he would want a Tesla. Okay. Yeah, he really wants a Tesla. 
Oh, wow. He wants to drive it. He just oh, really? wants to like which, sit in which one. Which ones does he want to do? The one the wings that go up, the doors that go up, like the uh, gold wing door ones? Or yeah, so things? he likes both. He likes the cars. Uh, when we drive past the cars and he sees them parked anywhere, so he's like, Tesla, and he wants to like go inside of them. But I took him to the Tesla dealership over, well, it's like the showroom in La Jolla. Right. And he really liked the SUV, and he did go in the one with that with the wings. Right. So, you know, I see that thing parked, and I'm wondering – how do they get out of the back seat if they're next to a car? Because those doors like swing out and up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they kind of go up and then like they wing up. Nobody a can bit. see you. She, she's doing the hand motions with her hands right now. I look like Karate Kid. I know. I'm like, oh yeah, I see it, but yeah. no listeners can't see it, but uh, they can imagine. She's right. doing this like like swinging motion with her arms, like a flapping like a bird. I look like Karate Kid. It's she like, does. Yeah. She does. Fantastic. But, but he likes both of them. I think he wants the car itself, but I think anything Tesla would be awesome. So if we have any listeners that have the ability to like let us have a Tesla overnight, we would like love you forever and always. It'd be so fun. Right. Or how much does it cost to charge that thing? And how long is it charged? And does that thing take a normal like iPhone charger or something special? <laughs> Can I just like plug it in like my nightlight? Right, right. And how's that work? You know. Yeah. And what happens if you run out of juice? Do you have to like those things got solar power? That'd be kind of cool. If they had like a solar powered roof that like charged as you went. Why'd they oh, make that? Oh, that's so smart. I they should have that. If they don't already Tesla, get on that. Right. Maybe it's because you're moving, so you're not, like, absorbing the sun. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. The sun, it works off light. So solar works off, actually, sunlight hitting it. Um, Well, at my work, we have charging stations, but they're connected to solar panels. So it's kind of the same thing. Right. Right. You're getting charged by the sun. There you go. Perfect. So anyways, thank you all for joining us this weekend for this Would You Rather for all of our fun car-related topics. Chris got to be our producer this week, and it was super fun to get to go into an area of his love. You're welcome, and you're all welcome, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And he did not say fantastic seven times, FYI. Oh, I'm running short. Fantastic. (laughs) But thanks so much for joining us this week, and we look forward to having – Another great episode next week where we're going to talk about something really fun that we haven't quite decided on yet. (laughs) That's right. That's next week. And until then, I will see you guys later and have you guys all have a fantastic week. Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret. So love the people who treat you right. Forget about the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris. And I'm Christine. And until next week, keep moving forward.